This is the War Room Roundtable podcast, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant businessmen and women on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they've learned on the road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their successes into your life and business. The War Room Roundtable is brought to you by your hosts, Jason Miller, CEO of Strategic Advisor Board, and Philip Llanos, CEO of Own the Rhythm, and former podcast host for Entrepreneur and Inc. Magazine. Welcome to the War Room, the Riff Edition. Uh, happens every now and then. Jason and I get a chance. <laughs> it's the Christmas Riff Edition. <laughs> ho, 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 all you listeners. <laughs> oh, man, it was well, funny. Oh, it was it was funny because before we just decided to record, I, uh, I took the sword off and everything fell off and couldn't get it back up there and the screws loose. And it's like, Jesus, man, now it's fingerprints all over it. And it's been, and it, it's been one of those days with like technical difficulties, even on my, it it's, just, it's like, man. it's supposed to be Friday, man. What is going on? <laughs> no kidding, man. Well, That's if crazy. people are listening to this on a Friday, I hope they're having a better Friday than we started off with and that they're ready to roll out on a good one if it is publishing on friday if it's in the middle of the week another reason to pour a drink while you're listening to this <laughs> pour a that's glass right. of your favorite and sit back while jason and i just let it all out because uh, that's, that's, right. that's, that's what we're going to do man you know um we went to a trip to nashville recently and had a awesome time uh getting to know a bunch of people that we've interviewed but now well, I personally interviewed and then got a chance to meet where you had already met some of them previously, I believe. But yeah. man, it is there's nothing like meeting the people that you talk to on Zoom. And I can see why there's freedom to like, you know, flexibility with work and like, you know, make sure people can as long as they get their shit done. But man, there's nothing like working together with people in real in, like in person either, though. There, there is just an energy that cannot mm-hmm. be captured. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like a whole whole different experience you know and you go back to like uh i mean it's just to me it seems like a decade ago the whole pandemic stuff when that all started and then we did this massive transition over to zoom and and all these things and people had to adapt to all that stuff but i gotta tell you you know as business owners and as people and so on and so forth that communication i think we really learned from that how much that we actually need to physically be around that kinetic space of energy of other people. Right. Yeah. And because, you know, personally, even myself, I didn't get around a lot of people during that time. And that was like one of the very first trips that I took to speak again um, on stage. And I could just, you know, that there's those moments in, and and you could just feel the energy, you know, mm-hmm. and you don't get that on Zoom, obviously, but, <laughs> you know, it's like you can feel the energy just rotating around in a room. And then, you know, I mean, not to get all university, but you really can. I mean, you stand by people and you're having this conversation and you can just feel their passion and energy and all those things. And, yeah. and that's what we need that we need that stuff as people. We have yeah. to have it. 
we have to have it. We do, man. It it is imperative that even if you work remotely and you can do it all, like get get a co-working space or something, just be around people. It doesn't have yeah. to be like if you can, you know, or at least make an effort once a month to go do something with people. Don't don't just not go out and only stay with like you need to invite new energies in just to see what's going on. I mean, for me, it was it was fun that uh you you ended up uh getting an opportunity to, to have a podcast done in person. That was one of the first times I ever did a podcast on a stage. And, <laughs> and that's a different experience. That that's cool. a way different experience. That's and it's almost like public speaking and podcasting at the same time is the only way I could I could put it. And you know, it's really to your credit. You were like, "We're gonna do this, man." It wasn't even it wasn't even like a, like officially a plan like that. You were like, "We're just gonna do one on stage, man." I was like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go!" Yeah. And man, people loved it. I was I was surprised. Yeah. I was surprised because yeah. you know we do the show. We've done what three hundred episodes or so. Yeah, and, three almost four hundred now. Wow, oh. and, and we don't we don't get to see people's reactions as we're doing it, other than the guest, right? And they mm-hmm. usually tell us, "Wow, that was really nice. It was straight to the point, but also interesting, right?" People say something along those lines, but watching people in Nashville how they responded to the experience is a whole other thing. Like you, you can see the conversations that you and I foster with people really do create. an experience that people want to be a part of, or at least listen to. Yeah. And, and I think that's a big takeaway for what we're talking about is, you know, we get so disconnected through, you know, mediums like these, and yes, it's great long form content and it's a great way to, you know, interact and all these things, but it's not a replacement for um, being in real time with somebody clicking a glass and, and smoking a cigar or whatever it is you like to do. Um, And, and and it doesn't always just have to be about business. I mean, go for a walk around your block and you're bound to run into somebody and say, good morning. How are you? Well, be careful. You might not like the answer you get. (laughs) (laughs) Generally speaking, (laughs) you know, or in a coffee shop. Yeah. At a table, stop and say, well, hey, good morning. How are you? I'm glad, uh, you know, you're a great human being, whatever. And typically people will engage with that, right? And and you'd be amazed what you can sit down with somebody and find out about them, right? Take a leap, man. Whip a charm every once in a while and just see what happens, right? <laughs> you know, you bring up something so important. Uh, I was I was talking to somebody about this the other day, uh, a friend of mine, and I realized as adults, when you don't have school around anymore, you know, when you're a kid, you're at school and you have a bunch of different friends and you spend time with people. I mean, they might follow you all the way into high school, college, wherever, wherever you end up stopping. But then you become an adult and making friends is an entirely different ballgame. And some people never make new friends. That scares me, you know? Um, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on on how you see friendship play a role, especially for entrepreneurs who like you can't be your employees, friends, friends like, you know, there, there's a certain line you can't cross. You can be friendly, you know, but right. being an entrepreneur can be pretty damn lonely sometimes. And, you know, other entrepreneurs can commiserate or empathize with you. But at the end of the day, it's not it's not the same. And your friends, 
may not understand it, especially if they're not entrepreneurs. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that, actually. So I think it's really important as a business owner to separate the two things, right? So you have you have business friends, right? Those could be other CEOs. They could be, it doesn't even have to be CEOs, right? Just could be other business people in general, right? Right. So you have folks like that, that maybe you can go out and have coffee with a couple times here and there, right? At friend, maybe a strong word, more of acquaintance more than anything else, right? Yeah. And, but then, so you have that side of friendship, right? And then, and then, but what's more important is you have this personal side of friendship, right? That is the people that, you know, you're closest to. That could be your neighbors. I often reference Don. Um, he's my neighbor. He's 80. And every Monday night, we, you know, drink scotch, smoke, smoke cigars, and we watch the football game. That's a true friendship that's away from work, right? It's away from that environment. And we need a break from that, right? We have to have a break from that sometimes. Otherwise, we're just like immersed in business 24 seven all the time constantly so you gotta there again it's that you know i always like to say you have two plans in your life you have a business plan and you have a life plan right so the business plan should support everything you want to do in that life plan right so you know the money you make in the business right supports all the business needs, conferences, all that exposure. That's the the business side of things, which you make business acquaintances and friends and so on. Some of them flip over to the personal side. But everything you do here should support and couple into the life plan, right? And now uh, that's what supports all the things that you do here. You take your family on ski trips. You do this. You meet people. You... You know, you maybe go out to a football game and sit next to people and have a great conversation. The next thing you know, they're at a barbecue with them in the summer, whatever. And then things come from that. But if you're a business owner, don't make your life plan support your business plan, (laughs) right? The other way around. And because and and it happens a lot. It happens a whole lot. And that's where, you know, families fall apart, things like that, because you're too busy, right? And busy's bullshit. We already all know that. Yeah. Uh, Just be productive. But there's two sides of that. You got your business friends and then your personal friends. And some of them jump across every once in a while. Don't do business with friends. Don't do business with family. <laughs> yeah, that family one's the trickiest one. I That's guess. the tricky one. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a special family member to be able to be objective about the things and yeah. and and be honest about their own contributions and what the compensation should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, because more often than not, 
family will be the first to feel entitled. <laughs> That's true. Absolutely. I don't do any business. And then trying the to fire family, forget about it. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh my God. Even when you don't work with them, you can't get rid of them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Two, you can pick your nose, you can pick your friends, but you can't pick your family. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, uh, for, for me, for me, the friendship journey has been an interesting one uh, as an adult. Uh, I, I've I've learned something about myself in the pandemic in terms of like working from from home mostly. It is not ideal for a personality like mine. It it's not that I can't do things from home. I I I, I do okay. I could do a lot better actually. But there's something that happens to me when I'm around people um, because the minute I'm around people. I'm able to assess problems and be cognizant of like anything other than myself and whatever the hell's going on in my head. But if I'm by myself, I'm likely to then and at home, I'm likely to be like, oh, I need to do laundry. Oh, I need to do dishes. Oh, and then before I even get started on something important, all of a sudden my family calls me and then somebody else calls me. And then and then I look around and I'm like, what the hell happened to the day? And I and, and then I'm yeah. up like 3 a.m. and wondering why I can't really think about what the most important things are. There are days like that. And you know, to top it off, then if you don't have a healthy social life on top of that, I mean, that's no way to live, man. And and it, it took right. the pandemic to help me see just how important uh, interacting with people is to my own level of productivity. People bring out the best in me. Me being around people brings out the best in me. Uh, yeah. And and that's something that I think the whole saying "know thyself" is so important. You know, like if I know that about myself now. I have to make efforts to change my circumstances so that I can maximize my ability to bring out the best in me. Because if I'm by myself, man, I, I don't want much from life. But as soon as I'm around other people, I start wanting more and for all of us. And, you know, like I, I really get into it. But being at home, man, I'm like, all right, you know, I have my coffee. <laughs> I just lay back and, you know, try to figure out what do I want? And what a privilege to sit there and, and, and contemplate, like, what would I love to do? There are some people that don't even have that, right? They they like they, they have to go to their minimum wage job and they're they're at such a place where they don't have the skills necessary. So I realized that sitting around contemplating things is a privilege, right? I, I worked to some degree to get myself there, but I know that friendships play an important role. I mean, you're a part of my life in so many ways, both business and and personally for me in my own personal life. And it's had an incredible impact. It really has, you know, and that happened by chance. Can you can we really leave things like that to chance? Should we leave friendships and good relationships to chance? You know, I don't, that's I don't I don't think it wasn't a coincidence. Yeah. I mean, it really wasn't. I, I don't believe in coincidences, by the way. You're like, it was on purpose, man. <laughs> Everything is in life is on purpose. And you know, I always tell people this because this was my this is, I started 2022 with two main things that I would never, ever look back on. Number one, say no less often. And number two, drive life like you stole it. Right? Because we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. Wow. Yeah. So you know what? You better make today what you wanted it to be. Right? And it's no different than you know, when people are in a bad mood or you get to, you control your day, right? So you can choose for your day to be a shit sandwich 
Um, or you can choose your day to be what you want it to be. Right. I mean, I want, I feel like absolute dog shit today. Right. With, <laughs> you know, right. Just, just yeah. because I'm sick. Recovering. And yeah. And recovering from being sick, but, but by God, I'm going to make the day what I want it to be, no matter what. I'm not going to go lay upstairs and feel sorry for my damn self <laughs> and slam NyQuil like it's freaking shots of tequila, you know? <laughs> Sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, it might actually be, but, 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 but the point is, is no matter what, you can't let life pull you in the direction that you don't want it to go. So you got to fight that all the time. And it's a fight for, I would say, most people at some point in a week. Uh, me included, you know, we're fighting, ugh, right? That happens. We're human. And, but the key is, is what happens after you go, ugh, right? The next step. <laughs> right. That's the important matters. moment. Yeah. That's the important moment. Because that's the moment you either roll over and cover your head up with the blankets or you roll the other way out of the bed, get up, take a shower, brush your teeth, you know, and then move on with the day and create the day you want to make it no matter what happens and, 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 and enjoy it. It doesn't matter what it is. Maybe sometimes it is just you, you know, sitting and having two hours of pure reflective time, right? And that's important. It doesn't always have to be people centric, but sometimes we need that reflection time too, but you got to make that useful mm. <laughs> to make the reflective time actually useful too. Yeah. Some people don't know how to do that. <laughs> well, yeah. Just don't, don't bullshit yourself for Don't jump on social either. media and call me. <laughs> yeah. I was reflecting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're <laughs> reflecting your finger down the scroll. <laughs> there's a, there's this, uh, there's this guy named Andrew Huberman who has like a, he's like a biology, neurobiologist. And he's got uh -huh. like, he's got like the show and he was talking about how being bored is actually a healthy way to reset our ability. Our, so if you find that you can't get motivation to do things in general, and then someone that if I if you spend too much time on social media, every single one of those likes, or even just scrolling, looking for a hit of dopamine, eventually when your expectation is failed and you don't get enough, which they know by design, it becomes an addiction. It's the same thing with drugs, right? Sure. Social media does the same thing. And so if you do that constantly and you're on the computer and then you jump into emails and then you jump into Zoom meetings with your employees and then you go back to social media and you do that, you have no dopamine. Eventually, you don't have the motivation necessary to actually do the things that you need to get done. So one way to reset is to go out nature, something boring, something where there's nothing happening, let your body reacclimate so that it can actually get to a back to a place where dopamine is a more natural experience. Because everyone who has like started a social media uh, a company uh, in the beginning of it, eventually deleted all the things from their own phones because they, re and they don't let their kids on it because they realized that's what it's doing. It's designed to be addictive in that way. And sometimes mm -hmm. I forget when I'm on there, because sometimes I open the, the app. I don't even know why I opened it. I didn't intend to. It's almost a reflex. And I'm like, where did yeah. this, you know what I mean? And, and it's crazy what that's done to our, 
the internet in particular, right? Consuming anything that we watch, anything that we listen to, it's just always connected 24 seven. There's always reward, 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 dopamine, right? So why would we want to do anything when yeah. it's that easily accessible and it's such a low quality, but Hey, it keeps dripping, you know, the tap is flowing, yeah. you know, like why yeah, do anything? For sure. And how we've lowered our standards that a yeah. like this, our lot. Le- I got a like, Woo-hoo! yeah. Woo! right good job bro yeah (laughs) like is like the new uh dopamine hit oh my god somebody liked my stuff yeah the only validation you need is whether or not you thought you did it good but yeah right that's the world we're living in man and it's a weird thing because you know if it wasn't for doing the kind of content that i do like i likely would have no problem not being on social media at all because i mean how many people do I actually give a damn about, right? <laughs> so if that's if we're if we're being honest. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, I, I'll tell you, I think the best way to deal with social media is to outsource it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Record the stuff and then just send it to your team. Just yeah, yeah. Outsource it and stay off it. And you know, if it's something like super important, like for me anyway, right? If it's really, really important, one of my team members that's on my social media stuff they'll send me a message and say, Hey, Jason, you should probably go check that out. Right. And that's important. But other than that, I mean, I try to stay off social media almost all day and, you know, for the most part, unless like we're launching something new and it's exciting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's an initiative, right? Yeah. When we did the whole YouTube initiative, I mean, I was, well, when we were in Nashville, I was like, Hey man, look at this. Dink, dink. Subscribers are going up. I mean, it's like, and that was it's like really, right? a, it was thrilling, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it, can, it can literally buy, it's designed all of it from being mm-hmm. the creator to being the consumer. It's all designed to yeah. basically be the new slot machine. Yeah. Or the new hit a crack. Yeah. Coke. Right? Yeah. Hey, you know, the, it's still floating. <laughs> That's right. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, it's insane, man. It's insane. And so we have to, we have to be able to deal with all these things that are coming at us and still find a way to like be decent, normal people uh, yeah. who, who, who have pure motivations to do. Cause right. That, that can pervert your motivation to do like certain things. Right. Cause now it went from doing it for whatever your original reason was to now, Oh, I'm not getting any likes. Oh, yeah. it's like, and that's why I love what you say about giving value for as long as it takes. Because yeah. then it's not about the likes. It's just about when is the impact being felt, right? Because a right. like doesn't mean that they felt your impact. Some people can like you on accident. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. They're just liking your stuff so it ups their ranking. <laughs> and, and, some, and some people could like you and still not trust you. Sure. Because there are some people that you don't like in business, but you trust them to do the job. Right. And so it's a really tricky scenario, which is why it's like you said, like you have that in common with Tim Ferriss. Tim Ferriss uninstalled all social media apps. He gets everything scheduled through like an automated uh, service Mm -hmm. and just does it. So anytime you see him posting, it's not him. He he did it ahead of time. And if he needs to get a hold of somebody, he does. Cause yeah, he, 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 even he, one of the most well known like business authors and what have you doesn't trust himself to have that that just goes to show you how powerfully addictive mm-hmm. these things are and so you, you're doing the right thing by uh, by uh offloading that and delegating to somebody else because man yeah 
as somebody oh, who's yeah. like, oh, I'm a public figure, though. I have to make sure that I'm on there, dude. I'm not on there for anything. Productive. No, <laughs> definitely not. And I, I actually have. So so, you know how I am with the word busy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and my <laughs> my team put a meme together. I think it was yesterday or the day before. And it said something about being busy. And boy, did I hear about it. Oh my. <laughs> That's when you know people are paying attention though, right? Yeah, yeah. When I must have. <laughs> I got, uh, um, I mean, they were all people I know. I got like a bunch of text messages on my phone. They were like, hey, dude, I thought you didn't use the word busy. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? And he was like, well, you posted some shit about being too busy <laughs> oh, no. on linkedin today and i was like what okay you're all fired that's gonna against your brand <laughs> gonna pull a donald trump you're all fired <laughs> in fact if you just had the word busy with a circle crossed out around it that would be your yeah. brand logo oh <laughs> uh, yeah that was pretty funny but but yeah i think it's important you know not only for like like business owners need to be really productive and really productive is not scrolling down feeds, right? right. There's right. nothing productive about that. And if you're trying to like actually build something that's meaningful, you can't get sucked into that stuff. And, you know, the, I mean, I'm not saying we all don't here and there. I mean, of course I, I have got sucked into it before too. And but the only place I really ever spend any amount of time is LinkedIn. That's yeah. it. So, yeah. I mean, I, we have it all Twitter, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Every yeah, yeah. freaking platform you can be on. We're on Pinterest even for crying <laughs> out. And, but maybe once every month or two, well, I just be like, huh, wonder what's going on Pinterest. Yeah. <laughs> right. Just to see it. It's just like loads of stuff, just oh, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> There's loads of stuff, you know, and it's just like, is anybody even looking at that shit? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Who knows, right? I That's mean, what it is, right? It's just stuff coming at you from all angles all the time. Is. And every moment it's refreshing to something different. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, it's just constant barrage of stuff. <laughs> yeah, man. And and running a business can be like that if you don't have the discipline mm. and and like and, yeah. and the right like if you're not at the right baseline of like health mental health right because that's that's right. not good when you start scrolling and you get caught up in that that's that's a bad baseline for then trying to shift context into some work stuff like yeah. imagine coming from that that's like drinking eight eight glasses of scotch and then going all right now time <laughs> to do some work. Yeah, right. you are neither here nor there <laughs> it's just yeah massive. yeah the buck price stops at one or two yeah yeah, most. at, at the most. most yeah I got, so yeah why well, you want to give a shout out yeah yeah i was just gonna sponsors? say i i, I want to take a chance to really give a shout out to uh stephanie emmett uh, she she's really been pretty solid with us in this community and uh, she's basically her message to anyone listening is if, if you're a solopreneur and you're spending hours with do-it-yourself marketing which in, in and of itself you know you shouldn't be doing it yourself <laughs> you know if, if you can if you can pass it on to somebody else that's 
better trained, it's worth every single dollar. But if you if it, if you don't know what you should be doing and, and you're doing all the things and all the things aren't working and you don't want to come across as salesy or whatever you might be telling yourself, if that is you, then she did make a program with you in mind and it's called Startup to Six Figures. Okay. Start up to six figures. And in that mentorship session, you'll be giving simple, clear instructions to get where you want to go. So you're not frozen with analysis paralysis. And all you have to do is go to the rightstephanie.com. That's W-R-I-T-E, right, right? The right Stephanie, because she does copywriting. Uh, and you can enter the code WARROOM for 10% discount as soon as you sign up. So, hey, there's nothing to lose. If you're really committed to doing it yourself, put your money where your mouth is and get somebody to show you how to do it right. All right. Uh, now, with that said, uh, this is, as you know, our riffs are special because we don't always do them, but it's always, always valuable to just see we're we're usually asking questions or getting to know people. But as you get to know us, we're just people just like them, you know, That's it. just like you who's listening. So whatever you're doing in business, just trust and believe that some of the somewhere out there, someone has faced the problem that you're facing and they also figured it out. And other people have taken it a step further and found out how to innovate, scale, and go even further than you ever thought was possible after overcoming a problem. And those are the kinds of people that we interview on this show. So if you know anyone who you believe fits that bill, or you'd love for us to see if we can reach out to someone and talk to them who you might have in mind. Leave us a note, go to our YouTube channel, subscribe, leave us a comment there, say, hey, I heard that moment you said, this is the best way I think I can get a hold of you. Go to one of our social channels. We got them all, right? It's all strategic advisor board. And really like, feel free to leave us feedback because we do pay attention. We actually read through each and every one of those. May not always get back, but we do see them all. Absolutely. Yep. And you know, we've said this, I think on every one of these riffs, and that is, you know, business doesn't have to be an island. And, you know, I had the cool opportunity. Uh, I was I was supposed to at like five o'clock mountain time yesterday. I was supposed to be on Australian TV. And then I got a note that said, oh, well, hey, we pushed you back. And then all of a sudden I get another text that says, well, hey, you're, you're on in like four hours. So it's like the middle of the night, right? And because uh, Australia, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's the future there. <laughs> <laughs> so, Blimey. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I, you know, I hopped on there and, and, you know, it was just a, it was a great experience to be able to share an international stage like that and, and really be able to drop a lot of value in on a, on a national stage like that. It was really cool. And, you know, one of the one of the topics, the point of this whole thing was one of the topics they asked me about was strategic partnerships and joint venture deals, right? That's how you get away from the island way of thinking, right? Is partner with people. You know, don't be afraid to like lock hands with other people because number one, it's gonna force you to have to interact with others, right? And we should all do that, especially if you feel like, you know, the world's out to get you, um, you know, strategic partners are a great way to do it. I mean, I never feel like I'm on an island because I always have one of our 280, 70, whatever it is, strategic partners 
reaching out to me for something, right? So it's like, hey, dude, give me a call, you know? And then there you are talking to somebody on the phone or meeting for a coffee or whatever. And those are the things that they don't just fill your, your business. They fill your damn soul. Right. So you got to take some time out and just, you know, God smell the roses, you know, <laughs> man, you said it brother. So many, too many people uh, go around uh, trying to do it alone. And I'm, probably one of the most guilty people of that and every time every time we chat i always am reminded of just how powerful it is to to learn to rely on others just as much as you want others to rely on you that's it Uh, because it's way easier to have people rely on you than it is for you to also feel comfortable to rely on others and that is a sign of maturity in business the minute you can learn to do that so hey man um i think this was a awesome conversation um a much needed one and i hope that the listeners uh i hope that you were excited about seeing where this show is going why we're doing what we're doing and and what we're thinking is important in business if you notice we're never like try this marketing strategy no we're always like how are you doing as an individual because you could have all the strategy in the world but if you're not right with yourself good luck yeah Totally true. Well, awesome. Hey, it's always time to spend spend good time with you, brother. Away yeah, from man. Uh, the <laughs> the huge, right? Because uh, you know, I think there's a lot of stuff that comes out of these little riffs when we come together, and it's like culminating. Yeah, you know, it's it's culminating, right? So yeah. we do these about once a month now. I think we're doing them, and it's like it culminates. 40 episodes basically (laughs) So every month setting the tone for it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. So thank you for everything you do, brother. brother. Are you kidding me, man? You know, when I, when I saw the way people responded to you in Nashville, I was like, yeah, Jason's been put in work, you know, and you see it because of the way people, people want to learn and, and want to work with you. And also just because there's nothing someone can't can say that doesn't turn into a deal in your mind. You're like, ah, there's an opportunity there. And it was like, wow, you're so right. I'm like, man, that is, that is how you know the difference between people. That's the Delta is how yeah. often do you see a deal with Jason? It's a deal everywhere all the time. And that's something I want to learn that's from because what yeah. I'm always into is like, what are people actually saying and how can I make them feel understood? That's, that's my usual MO, right? But what am I a therapist? Take a walk. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I tell my clients. I always say, you know, I'll help you scale your business, but if you and your wife don't get along, go get a therapist. <laughs> Man, that's real. That's real. All right, that's brother. It. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the War Room Roundtable with your hosts, Jason Miller and Philip Lanos. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates. And always remember, if you can dream it and believe it, then you can go achieve it. We'll see you in the next episode.